Welcome to the new How to Sports Podcast from North Carolina. That's the Lounge 167 Podcast. I'm your host, Chris. You already know I got my two favorite codes with Mike and Johnny. Let's get it. What up, good people? We are back with another episode of the Lounge 167 Podcast. This is episode, what, 10, Mike? Yeah, 10. Yeah, episode 10, man. Um, first and foremost, let me uh, start off by, we want to apologize, you know, for not lacing y'all with no good content last week, but you know what I'm saying? It's been a lot going on, uh, but... You know, we missed y'all, and we know we know y'all missed us. So we back. You know what I'm saying to give y'all some good content. We want to send we want to send uh, prayers out to my uh, our other co-host Johnny. You know, uh, lost his auntie and he lost his uh, grandmother this past week. And uh, also want to send prayers out to my fiance and her family. Uh, she lost her uh, grandfather this week, so definitely want to send prayers out to them. Uh, yes, sir. I, yeah. How how you doing tonight, Mike? Doing good, man. Uh, like you said. Rough time right now. Um, I experienced a death a couple of weeks, my couple of weeks ago myself. So, yeah. you know, we we gonna make it through it though. Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. You know, twenty twenty has been an eye opener for for a lot. Yeah, of, a lot of lives. Um, let, let's get into it, man. The NBA, you know, uh, LeBron has uh, reached reached his tenth finals. You know, joining the likes of like uh, Bill Russell, Sam Jones, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. You know. Uh, as a GM, Mike, let me ask you this. Would you take LeBron with the number one pick or Michael Jordan? Oh, that's a tough one, man. Uh, like I said, both for two. It could be 1A, 2, you know, 1A, 1B. But uh, just Jordan, my all-time favorite, all-time GOAT. So I'm going to build my team around Jordan, man, if I, if I, if I was ever a GM. This is kind of hard for me because I think uh, if you look at it, you know, in hindsight, yeah, we saying, I, like you said, I probably would have took Jordan too. But, like, if it was just a scout during those time periods, uh, you got to think about it. Jordan kind of played – he played with two Hall of Famers on this uh, college team with uh, was it, Sam Perkins and uh, – James Worthy. James Worthy, yeah. So, you know, and so he really – we didn't really get to see the full potential. Right. Uh, Jordan at Carolina because you know Dean Smith kind of had the leash on him too. So uh, if I was to have to do this as a GM and just seeing the raw talent LeBron had coming out of high school, I probably would take LeBron just to be honest with you, just because uh, he kind of just the physical specimen that he was coming out of high school. You know what I'm saying? So, but you didn't know he was gonna pan out though. That that is true. That is true because he he playing against kids and ain't grown men. So right. definitely right about that. But just looking at, at the trajectory, I probably would have took LeBron. I definitely probably would have took LeBron. Though. I got a, another question for you on that. 
for you and the people. Uh, if, I ain't going to say if, but when LeBron does win this championship, does he go down as a top five Laker? Not all time, but as a Laker, does he even does he crack the top five or does he need more hardware? All time great. As a great Laker. So yeah. Does he even does he crack does he crack the top five or does he need more hardware? That's a tough one, Mike, because I, I feel like he's gonna have to put in some more time too, because like the people that got that that Laker, you know, that Laker legacy put in that work, you know what I'm saying? This is what, second yeah. year? Second year. Yeah. But I'm gonna do I'm gonna give most people's top five. A lot of people got Kareem, Johnson, Shaq, and Wilt. Wilt only won one. Do you know Jerry West is the logo? Then you got uh Elgin Baylor. He went to eight. He went to eight, but he only won one. So does LeBron need one more to go jump over Wilt or you go automatic or does this with the bubble and everything going on, does this automatically put him ahead of Wilt? Because I know because I, I know he can't jump over Shaq with three. Right. And he just got one. So like does he jump over Wilt? Because both of them got one. Uh me personally, oh, he, he, he got to give me another one, Mike. He got to give me. He got to give me another one. <laughs> In LA, yeah, that's, have to give me two. You have to give. Me that is something. That is something I would like to ask a diehard Laker fan, right. like, right? Has LeBron won you over yet, or you, you know, you accept the championship as it is, or you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but to be honest, uh, from the true Laker fans that I've seen, they're really not really big on LeBron. They're not big nah. on LeBron from the true Laker fans that I've seen. You know, nah. But that's something to think about those. It's it is. where he go down as an all time great Laker. Like, because it's they, they history, you know what I'm saying? It is. This championship was like 18, 19. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's hard. It is. It is. Uh, Paul Pierce, you know, he's he, he been throwing shade at LeBron, you know what I'm saying? Um, so let me ask you this uh, as a player, you know, because Paul Pierce said, you know, he feel like. The, the peer, LeBron peers fear him on the court. You know what I'm saying? Like, they play buddy buddy yeah. ball, basically. So let me ask you this: as a player playing, did you ever fear an opponent or a team? Nah, I ain't never fear a player or opponent. Um, he was highly ranked or recruited. You know that motivated me to go out there and play harder. Right. But um, I did have butterflies before games. But you know, once the ball was tipped, you know, okay. butterflies had nothing to do with who was playing. It was just more so nerves. But um, nah, man. You know, they let their shoes up the same way I do. Right, exactly, exactly. You know, coming where from we from, you know, we we kind of compete at a young age daily. So you right. know what I'm saying? Cause we kind of we kind of familiar with everybody. So ain't nothing to be scared of. Like you said, just go out there and ball. You know what I'm saying? Right, cause I cause I elementary school game, you know, was packed. Right, wall to wall. So right. you know, Cleveland County, you see that uh. What's the word? That, that competitive nature at a young age mm-hmm. is bought out of you. So you talk to fear nobody. So, okay. Okay. but I do think people, some of the players do play buddy ball though. Oh yeah, so. oh yeah, I definitely agree with that. I definitely agree with that. Especially Brody. <laughs> yeah, he do. He do. He do. Uh, Doc, Doc Rivers got hired as the 76ers uh, head coach. You know, after getting fired by the Clippers, do you think this makes the Sixers? A championship contender, and was it a good hire? Um, uh, I thought they still got to build, cause you know even you you see with the Dallas Cowboys right now, you know jumping the football, you know they, they thought it was a coach, but really you know it's something deeper going on. Mm-hmm. So 
Uh, I think he can fix some of those things, but at the same time, those players and uh, Elton Brand will have to build around, uh, you know, the pieces they got, add more pieces. But Doc River is a good key piece, and uh, and the West is not that strong, so they're definitely the contenders. You're at the East? Well, I said the West. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm at the East. It's not that strong. Yeah. Let me ask you this. What, what you feel like the missing piece is? Like, what, what do you feel like the 76ers need to get over there, huh? Oh, uh, doesn't need another dog like what Jimmy was. Yeah. But I don't know who that is right now for the NBA because ain't too many dogs right now. Right. But uh, like I said before, I would trade Simmons and get what I can. And build around and beat. Yeah, I, I think it's a good hire, and I kind of think it's gonna work for the seventy sixes because I'm just I'm just kind of looking back at the. Uh, the 76ers, I mean, not the 76ers, but the, the Celtics, day, Celtics days when Doc was in Boston and um, just the game that, because, you know, Ben Simmons doesn't have a jump shot and Rondo didn't have a jump shot, but Doc yeah, Rivers but, made it work, you know what I'm saying? But Rondo so, affected the games another way, though, like he did the other night, you know, assists, yeah, steals, uh, he's a floor general, like he... But Ben Simmons is pretty tough on the um, defensive side of the ball. Do you, yeah. do you feel like do you feel like Doc can bring that that killer out that everybody been wanting to see and uh Simmons though, you that, that monster that everybody been wanting to see. Mm, you think nah. I can bring it out? Nah. I think that's something you're born with. You're a killer, you're not. Yeah. I don't think Simmons Simmons ain't got it, man. Maybe if he get traded, maybe that'd be his wake up call. But right now I don't Yeah, because he, he has been kind of been put on his pedestal since he right. came out, you know, so but you know really yeah. service, man. The LSU they said he had well like one point seven, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Still out there balling, but I heard Victor Oladipo was um, walking out of Indiana, so if they could get him in there some type of way, maybe put him at that two, Harris at the three. That's interesting. They really could spread that floor. Yeah, that is interesting. Um, I want to say, you know, shout out to uh, Mark Cuban, you know, for uh, going and checking Delonte West in, in the rehab after, you know, video surfaced of him panhandling down there in Dallas, you know, so that's big for Mark Cuban to go yeah, to because you know, most owners don't do that in the NBA, you know. After they done with you, they done with you. you know uh, let, let's jump into the NBA Finals. You know, I, I to be honest, Mike, I didn't even think, I thought the Finals was going to be over by the time we got to record <laughs> the show. <man. laughs> they, uh, I'm going to be real with you, man. I thought it was going to be a clean sweep. I thought they was going to them boys fighting though, man. You gotta give it to them. They, they, they ain't going down without a fight. They just ain't got. They got enough weapons, man. You think it's not having enough weapons or not enough experience? Uh, I'm gonna say weapons because all them boys played in big games, you know, on the college level. But oh uh, man, yeah, I say enough weapons. Right? Just enough weapons, cause crowd will sometime me. Iguodala ain't what he used to be, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Dragic down. Uh, bam, playing one shoulder. Right. It's just, he's just too big, man. Too many, too many weapons. Yeah, it's, the Lakers had the weapons, but I feel like if the Heat had that experience that the Lakers had, it would be a different, a different game. Because I mean. So they, they, you, you can tell the adjustments that they have made as far as guarding the Lakers, and it's working, but I feel like they, they had that extra experience 
you know, I, I think it'd be a different series. So basically, you saying a, a Dallas versus Miami type thing? How it yeah. was when Jason Kidd and them boys beat LeBron right. Heat. LeBron, yeah, okay, exactly. I got you. Exactly. exactly right. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, that do make sense. Just a veteran, more veteran team. Yeah, yeah you got to think about it, Bam. You know, but this what Bam ain't really never been this deep in the playoffs. This Tyler Hero first year. Uh, what's my man? Duncan Robinson, you know what I'm saying? And uh, what's the dude, the, the boy that come off the bench, you know, made the all rookie team? Oh, uh, Dunn, yeah. Dunn, yeah, he he, 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 he don't hit a rookie wall, so it's like. He's struggling. You know, yeah, and it's kind of hard for Jimmy Butler because, like you said, Jimmy Butler not got the experience, but he's a veteran in the game, and he has that dog mentality. So he he, he, know, he knows what it's state. And I, and a big shout-out to uh, Udonis Hazard with the two. Oh, yeah. Because um, he's keeping them boys. He let me know. If, if, I, was, if I was pro, I'd throw him out there. You would? Well, just I to mean, use some fouls football. up on Davis. True. That is true. Put Bam on, you know, put Bam on LeBron. Or put Bam on who else be out there? Unless they go small. Put Bam on Howard. I'd just throw him out there and put, get some fouls. Man. He, he got the experience. Yeah. He can get that little short corner he always hit. Hopefully he still got that, at least. Right. Another body, right. But – yeah, I don't know if he got the list. <laughs> Get up well, and down the floor, cause you know Lakers like to run. He's on the bench all season. Yeah, that's true. That is true. But I do think they're gonna win Game Six, though. I think that he's gonna win. You think that he's gonna win Game yeah, Six? Yeah, you know how LeBron and them do they? They uh, sometimes they uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Get complacent after a win and let their guards down. Cause at first I thought, you know, hey, they might tie this thing up, LeBron and um. Uh, you know, AD won't play too good that first half. And right, KCP right. and them boys was carrying it. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. Well, I'm just give you the the conspiracy theory that's been thrown out there that the Lakers going to win it in the, uh, the Black Mama jerseys. So they weren't them. So they weren't them Friday. Yeah. Yeah. That's what, that, that's 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 the conspiracy well, theory that's been well, thrown They out. ain't lost them. Because we got it for the NBA rig. They ain't <laughs> lost them. They haven't. They haven't. They have but. I know we had a conversation before, but you put an asterisk beside this one with all the injuries and players not players injured, the bubble, or you think this is just a outright championship? Put an asterisk beside it, just like I'm putting an asterisk beside uh, Chevy Harris. <laughs> <laughs> putting an asterisk. Yeah, man. Like, like I was telling somebody today, I can't wait for next season when um, KD and the boys come back, man. Right. And then you got a healthy Golden State. Like everybody's gonna be back. It's gonna be it's gonna be real exciting yeah, to watch. Yeah. Uh, so who you got winning the series? Well, it's over the heat, and ain't no way Miami coming back winning them three straight. So. Uh, I got Lakers in six. That they will play on Sunday. Well, well, whenever Game Six will be, I'm assuming Sunday. I got them winning in six though. Lakers in six. So who you got winning the Finals MVP? I got the AD. You know, people keep hollering on LeBron's stat line, but I don't look at stat line. I look at the actual game. Yeah, Impact, and I feel like. Right. AD has had a bigger – the team goes to AD go because you take away AD's big big threes going down the stretch, and you know what I'm saying? Them boys take an L exactly. on another night. So I'm going to go AD with the finals MVP, even though a lot of people probably going to give it to LeBron. And this will be, what, LeBron's third? No. Third finals MVP. Then he went all – he went all of them, dude. Two with the Heat, then one with the Lakers. I mean, then one with the Cavaliers. I don't think I don't think Wade won one that year. 
Yeah, you might be right then. It might be a four four yeah. That's they might they might do it to make a storyline. But like you said, I think Anthony Anthony Davis does deserve to win finals. And if AD does win it, then that's gonna be the that's gonna be the LeBron haters. Um you know what I'm saying? Go to right there. You know, he's a GOAT, but you know, he didn't win the final MVP. So, right, right, right. Because, uh, to be real with you, like you said, look as far as looking at the impact on the game, Rondo has played a big impact and has been, had a big impact on yeah. the game, too. Because, um, he hasn't been scoring like that, but he's he's a master at what he do. you know what I'm saying? And KCP, he, yeah, <laughs> everybody gave him a hard time at first series. They better send him, you know, kick him out the bubble, right? And, right. uh, and your boy Kuzma, who they was uh, petitioning. Yeah, for no <laughs> he showed up. <laughs> Ain't never seen no shit like that. He showed up last night. So, yeah. What well, um, uh, KCP? He was a high draft pick when he came out, right? He was like the number two pick, number three pick. Yeah, they said he was. I don't remember. I don't remember. I remember him in Detroit, but I don't remember like his draft class or nothing. Yeah, yeah. That's because I was thinking like, will will people consider him? Being a bust if he wins this title, as far as when he where he came out in his draft class, because I think he went pretty he went pretty high. You know, you know, college he went to. He went to Georgia. He went to Georgia. Oh, so that's why nobody heard him. Yeah, SEC he, don't even love him basketball that much. Unless you Kentucky or Florida, Tennessee. Yeah, you're right. Uh, let's hop off into the HBCU where uh, the MEAC got granted an automatic berth. In a uh, NCAA Division One football championship subdivision, the FCS that's uh, cool. playoff this spring, so that's that's big, that's real dope. Yeah, but the Mihawk ain't looking too strong. So it's um, who all left over there? Um, that's a, a powerhouse. I think uh, Fort, you know, Fort and them, and they don't lead into that's from spring. What is do this do say spring? Okay. Don't it? But. <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah, Florida, South Carolina State still in it. Um, Central been good. Central been good in a while, I don't think. Yeah, they have it. Yeah, ain't ain't really you know been running things yeah. over there. Like really. Morgan State. Yeah, I don't know. You know, I just hope the Miac can survive. You know, this ain't gonna take a big hit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully they keep the Central and Ant rivalry. You know what I'm saying? Going. CIAA announced that they are canceling football in the spring and pushing back uh, the start of the basketball season. How, how do you feel about that, Mike, as far as uh, the CIAA canceling football? Uh, I think it's most about the money instead of protecting players. Uh, I think I don't, I don't know if the school's got the money, but I know it's probably to cost a lot to test players on a weekly basis, especially a football team. You know, that's like what fifteen. I mean, fifty three. On, on. I mean, they yeah. do in college, but it's the, a lot of players yeah, on the side. to test every week like that. So they probably didn't have the funds, to be honest with you, to do it. So you feel like the CIAA ain't got the funds to do it? Um, they, they they might and they might not. They might and don't want to do it because they're looking at the pros and cons of it. So. I'm, I'm gonna tell you what I think personally. I don't think it's the funds. I think that the CIAA know that it's big for basketball, so 
That's where they go. And they kill her. And yeah, I know. Yeah, ain't no homecoming, they so they ain't gonna make no money. Right, right. So that's where they gonna go get their money. Is with basketball. You know what I'm saying? So I, the question is, uh, you think they still gonna have a tournament? Oh yeah, they most definitely gonna do that. <laughs> have have it moved? Has it went came with the Atlanta yet? Because we got one more year in show. Nah, it's going to Baltimore. Why? Baltimore, Baltimore. Yeah, because I don't think I don't think, think going that far, but. Um, and it's gonna be right. cold. But you can kinda do the bubble thing in a term, you know, hotel hotel and arena, that's it, you know what I'm saying? So they can kinda make yeah. that work with the basketball team. Yeah. Uh, the Florida A and M um, program is uh, moving from Nike to Adidas starting July first, two thousand twenty one, the same day that FAMU joins the SWAC. Adidas will give FAMU a signing bonus of uh, 125,000 free products and provide performance incentives for the coaches and team. FAMU is the sixth team in the SWAC to sign with Adidas. Um, how, how do you feel about uh, this move as far as uh, FAMU switching over to Adidas? Who they were before? Nike? Yeah, yeah, Nike. Well, you know, I'm, I like Nike better than Adidas, but, you know, I play in time at HBC, you get that type of deal. You know, that's big because, you know, for a long lose with Russell and Right. I think Under I think Under Armour I think Under Armour <laughs> do CIAA now. Yeah, so that is big. But yeah, we're coming a long way, man. Every time we get an endorsement and get that extra money HBCU, that's big. Yeah. And obviously uh Adidas rock with uh the HBCUs because you said that they, they said it's the sixth school down there in the SWAC to get signed to Adidas, so that's pretty big. That's pretty big. Uh, with playing in the spring, you know, t- speaking of HBCUs, with playing in the spring, do you feel like uh, it's going to hurt the recruitment with uh, Dion and other HBCUs, uh, especially in uh, the state of Mississippi? Um, oh, it's 50 50 because, you know, Ole Miss playing good, Mississippi State playing good. I do feel like it could, can hurt the recruitment because, you know, out of sight, out of mind type thing, you know. Yeah, I don't know what that the whole you know national sign day most of the time in February, and I think that's around the time. What's that called? They the swag is kicking, not the swag. Yeah, the swag kicking off this um season around that same time. So I don't know. You know, Dion really gonna have to do some strong recruiting, especially if we want to those high, you know, four stars, five star recruits. Yeah, um, I feel like it. it it will and it won't, because I feel like if a, I feel like if some some kids, if they really want to uh, do something or get an experience, they gonna commit and do it. You know what I'm saying? But because some not not all not all athletes are attracted to the name; they're just attracted right. to the opportunity that they get. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like uh, it will and it, and it won't. But like you said, uh, they just gonna have to put some serious work in and convincing them, you know, to hold off. You know what I'm saying? For them to play football. You know? And as far as recruiting. And they did, um, they are doing some, uh, what you call it, upgrades to Jackson State's uh, facility, so that can work in their favor as well. Did you see how the ticket prices went up? I see what? The the ticket prices for uh, Jackson State. 
Yeah, they didn't win up. I, I seen a, a picture. I think I think uh, general admission was like sixty five. But Jackson State. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I think B. I'm gonna say VIP seats or something like that it was like a hundred dollars or something like that. So like, yeah, they they expecting to make some money. Like you said, they had a uh, they had the yeah, last two years in FCS. So. I don't know. We'll see. But when the prices, if, if the prices are real, you know. Deion got to win, man. He better. <laughs> he do. He do. Because they, they will run him up out of there. Right. I don't care who he, he is. He better win that slack <laughs> in at least the next four years or he's going to be a positive. Oh, yeah. And, and, and that slack group, man, I tell you, they yeah. be giving them hell, boy. Yes, <laughs> sir. They be giving them hell. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Deion, he, he, he didn't waste no time um, offering, his, offering his son, Shadur. Sanders, who's already committed to uh, Florida Atlantic, do you feel like uh, Shadur should, uh, I guess, go his own separate route and continue to go to Florida Atlantic, or do you think he should go and play under his daddy? Um, that's 50 52 because same time as his daddy, but that's his previous offensive coordinator. So, you know, that familiar that familiarity right. is there. But same time, you know, do he want to create his own name? I am, you know, that is my dad, but I am my own person as well. And there'd be a lot of pressure as right. well as far as the locker room. Um, nationally, you know, coach his son, it's a lot of pressure, so. Yeah, you, you know, we ain't going to let, if, if, we, if we ain't like when we ain't right. going to let him, you're supposed to be the coach, son. You're supposed to be right. good. What you doing? Man, that, uh, HBCU, he will hear that. If he... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he will. Most definitely. He definitely will. <laughs> like, no you might not do it to his face at family. Not family, but FAU, but APCU, it will be. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. They own him. Everybody. Um, me, personally, I think he should just go ahead and go to Florida Atlantic. Because, um, not not trying to be funny, because like, if he ever wanted to transfer, that option is still always on the right. table. I know it is. You know what I'm saying? Unless Dion bring in a hell of a recruiting class at the quarterback position and you don't need him, but I still feel like the opportunity will always be there just because that's his possible. I find that loophole. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we want to say a uh, shout out to Roger Carew. Uh, he picked up his first career win Saturday night in a late models race in Greenville, South Carolina. Carew is a freshman at Winston-Salem State University, drives late like. A late model stock cars for uh, Ralph Racing. He's part of the uh, NASCAR driving for a diversity pro- program. So yeah, that was, was pretty big, you know what I'm saying? Roger and Winston Salem State, you know, so especially pursuing, you know, that type of uh, professional career as a racer. That, that was pretty special big. Work. So, so with the whole race thing in NASCAR, that's real big. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. Most definitely. Real big. Y'all know we had to lace y'all with another seven or more than the price of admission. We had Xavier Proctor come through from Chevy, North Carolina, currently attending Livingstone College where he plays golf. But before we get into the interview, if you look for a premium quality streetwear, shop Ginger Brand Clothing, a brand from the soul you can believe in and embracing uniqueness. Gingerbread clothing can be found at gingerbread.com. You can find them on Instagram at gingerbread underscore, or you can find them on Twitter at C-O-Ginger. And Ginger is spelled J-E-N-G-E-R. Once again, Ginger is spelled J E N G 
G-E-R. If you're looking for some premium quality street merch, shop Ginger Brand clothing. And you can, like I said, you can find them at gingerbrand.com. Let's get into this interview. We back with another segment of More Than the Price of Admission. We got a special guest in the Lounge 167 podcast tonight. We got Xavier Proctor. How you doing, Xavier? I'm doing good. How are you guys? I'm doing pretty good. Doing well, man. Glad to have you. Glad to have you, man. Thank you, man. Xavier is uh, currently attending Livingstone College where he is majoring in business. Uh, Xavier also plays golf. Um, He's currently rocking with a 3.2 GPA, uh, made the National Honor Society two times, which is good and continue to strive bro you know that's that's big making two years in a row um so let, let's get right into this interview um do it man let me let me ask you this uh what age did you first pick up your uh, first golf club or first golf club i first picked up a golf club at two years old um i started out with these little fisher price little plastic golf clubs my dad also played and i used to watch him all the time in a stroller and um it just went from there. So would you say your dad was uh, the one that kind of inspired you? In yeah, he really inspired me to really like the game and fall in love with it. That's what's up. That's what's up. Um, yeah. I seen that you fit, played in your first golf tournament at the age of eight. Can you kind of describe how that felt playing that in a tournament yeah. at the young eight? Yeah. yeah um, I was eight years old. So, like, my grandmother at the time, she stayed in New Jersey. In Newark, New Jersey, her and my grandpa and my dad were staying up there. And my dad was a golf instructor at the time for the first day up in Newark. And uh, so I went up there a whole summer and just basically just worked on my game and just, like, get some recognition and whatnot and try to get some tournament reps because I've never been on the tournaments and stuff before. And all of a sudden, they got me in the tournament and I played in it and pulled out the W. That's it was like up. a blessing. It was a true blessing. It was an awesome feeling. What's up? Uh, can you kind of uh, describe how it is uh, playing golf, which is kind of not like a norm for coming from Shelby? You know, that's not kind of like a norm yeah. sport that everybody gravitates to. It's kind of either football or basketball. Can you kind of describe yeah. how it is playing golf and being around your peers that play football and basketball? Yeah, so, like, it was a big transition throughout my life. So, basically, it all started back. So I played basketball. I started in eighth grade because, I mean, that was just the thing. Everybody played basketball and football around Shelby. So I was like, cool. But I still played golf on the side. But it took me about junior year to where I finally just decided that I like golf better than basketball. And it wasn't that, oh, wow. I, it wasn't that I didn't like basketball anymore. I still loved it. I still love basketball. But the thing is, I felt like, golf was going to take me and open more doors for me and things like that. But the big challenge was just hearing my peers and stuff, you know, come from basketball, just golf, and they as good as I was in basketball, it was just hard for me because nobody would understand it. Like you said, in Shelby, people are known for football, basketball. Right. But, like, especially being, like, an African-American trying to play golf and most – and the thing with being African-American playing golf, I think it's big. I just like – I'm the type of person I like being different. You get what I'm saying? Right, right. Like, once I realize, hey, man, I'm getting no in this golf thing, and I'm meeting people that I felt like I probably 
I probably would have met if I'd end up playing basketball like advanced or whatever. But I picked up and opened more doors for myself early. You feel right. what I'm saying with the golf or whatnot? Uh, can you kind of uh, talk about that uh, the, the recruitment experience? Like, how was the experience? You know, going down to your your senior year. You know, kind of it's because I I would think the recruitment experience would be kind of different from golf. Yeah. And any other sport, but is it is it the same or is it it's, different? It's basically the same, but actually, I think it's a lot easier because I mean, with golf, it just takes it's just you, like it's not like a team thing, you know right, what I'm saying? Right. So like, it's all about how much work you put in. Okay. And it takes hours and hours of practice, like so much repetition, just like any other sport. But with it being just like an individual sport, you really have to run and stay focused. And all the outside stuff, you just can't let it get to you. So, like, I, for a while, like, and to this day, I guess a lot of people, like, yeah, I'm still cool with a lot of people, but I had to separate myself yeah. to get to where I'm going to get to. You get what I'm saying? That's what's up. Yeah. Can you, kind but, of, uh, can you kind of speak on your experience at Livingstone so far? Yeah, my experience at Livingstone has been amazing. I mean, just the environment, I mean, with a, all the African-Americans, I mean, it's a variety of many different races or whatever, but yeah. it's just it's just amazing. Like coming from a school where like variety was more like it wasn't as much as African Americans, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it's like just looking at all, especially like the sports team. Everybody, majority is African American. It's just amazing seeing all the talent and all that. But it actually has like made me grow up a lot, like being. In school by myself, no mom and all that. Yeah. Freshman year, it took me a while to like get that controlled or whatever because I I was homesick like crazy the first year. I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) But once I like started interacting with people and started talking to the professors, professors, the thing, like I used to call Johnny all the time and just talk to him because I know he was alumni or whatever. Right. At Livingston, I used to ask him questions like, man, how can I adapt? Because he know me. I'm very, like, quiet. I stay to myself and stuff. It's like, man, if you interact with your professors and stuff, man, they'll love you, especially with you playing golf and stuff. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Open more eyes for your opportunity. And, man, I'm, I'm loving the experience at, at Livingston, man. That's what's up. That's what's up. I mean, Livingston, it, it was a – it was a. It, I wouldn't say it was a culture shock for me, but it, it is different. I can say it is. It's a different experience being there. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm gonna pass it to my man Johnny. And let let me ask you a couple questions. Okay, gotcha. Hey, what's up, Zay? What's going on, bit Johnny? Man, I'm I'm good, man. Glad to have you on the, on the lounge tonight, man. Yeah. Glad you could make it. Appreciate you. So, I have a question for you, man. Yes, sir. Um, I don't know if Chris uh, elaborate on this, but uh, who gave you your first pair of golf clubs? My dad. Okay. Just yeah. Wanna... What I did is, uh, and at the time, actually, my dad was like a club fitter for this guy in Shelby. So what he did uh-huh. was he got me a set, and they just cut it down. But I started out with the Fisher Price classic clubs, and then I worked my way up to <laughs> bigger clubs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, my next question is. Um, you know, on your off time, man, do you uh, enjoy a nine hole over eighteen or eighteen over nine? Uh, either way, it just I'm telling you the truth, it just depends how hot it is. Especially right now, it depends how hot it is. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I try to stay cool as possible. But uh, my practice routine a week, I'm basically out there twelve hours a day. Oh wow! Yeah, wow. I'm out there from seven o'clock in the morning to seven o'clock at afternoon. 
grind, man. Now, now you do have lunch in between, oh, yeah, right? Yeah, like, I do have lunch in between. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, what uh, what was the biggest port course uh throughout high school and college? Uh, what was the biggest course you ever played on, and were you exhausted after that that day? Okay, so we're gonna talk about courses. Okay, so I played in um a big statewide tournament. It's like the biggest amateur tournament in North Carolina. Well, I played in two of them actually: the North Carolina match play and the Carolina Zam. Carolina Zam was back in um beginning of July. It was a four-day tournament, and they had a cut mm-hmm. the second day. That was down in Wilmington. It was Cape Fear Country Club. It was the oldest country club in North Carolina. Oh, wow. That, and um, it was an amazing experience. The golf course was, like, the prettiest, but it was also was the hardest course I ever played in my life. I mean, it was Oh, wow. Crazy. But, I mean, you couldn't beat the experience. But, um, yeah, man, then the North Carolina match play was a really nice course. That was in Holly Springs. That was Jack Nichols' design course. And, um. It was a very great experience too. Did they they got a slogan uh for, for I'm not sure maybe you can clarify it but I think it was it's uh, the greatest hole of all time. When you mentioned Jack Jack Nicholson, you said was it him? Player. Yeah, the player. Yeah, he's greatest player of all. One of the greatest players of all time. He has so many majors. He's one. He's just a major. Not only him, but Tiger Woods is amazing too. Tiger Woods is who really inspires me. But um, one guy that really inspires me is it's a pro from Gastonia. He's an African American. Most people don't know about him. His name is Harold Barnum the third. Yeah, that that was going to be my next question. If you could just give me a second, I got you. I got you. I got you. So listen, since you mentioned him, uh, I looked at your social media page and I noticed you mentioned Harold Varner the third as a role model. Yes, sir. I, I was going to ask you who is he and why does he inspire you? Okay, so Harold Varner the third is, besides Tiger Woods, he is the only African American golfer on the PGA Tour right now, mm. and um, he's only 29, 30 years old, but he's also from my local area near us is um Gastonia, North Carolina. But anyway, I got um, hooked up with him back when I was a freshman in high school with his dad. And um, it just started from there, and they just like another family to me. So, like, he, we talked just about every couple months. He's so busy on tour or whatever, traveling or whatnot. But when I catch him or whatnot, we talk about things, about life and what things I need to work on and what do I need to do to try to get me ready. So once college and stuff is over with, I'm ready to try to go to the big league. You know what I'm saying? The PGA Tour. That's the dream go. That's what's up, man. So, that's what's up. Yeah, I'm working hard and talking to him. Just trying to pick his brain. Then when we have free time and we're able to play, I know I probably drive him crazy, but I try to ask him as many questions as I can. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. But yeah, I think it's <laughs> as a blessing, man. So I got, uh, I got about two more questions for you, and I'm going to pass it to Mike. Um, I heard you got to play this past summer with a PGA player, Ben Taylor. Could you describe that day and how it felt uh, to play along somebody from the PGA? And how well did you play? Oh, man. So um, that was about three weeks ago. Ben Taylor was amazing. It was um, an honor to get to play with Ben Taylor. 
I was um, invited actually by um, Riverbend YMCA Golf Course because it was actually a fundraiser for the uh, first tee of Foothill. Is that out of Salisbury? No, that's in Shelby, actually. Okay. Fred High School, uh, Riverbend okay. Golf Course. But uh, it was just an amazing experience of uh, just watching hit golf balls and just seeing how straight it is and consistent he was and whatnot. Then we played a couple of quick nine holes in front of like eight people in a cart, which was also a good experience because I never played in a huge, huge crowd. Mm. But um, we played and whatnot, and I'm going to tell you the truth, my career, that was the best round I ever played in my life. Wow. I don't know if it was just because it was just the energy from all the people watching. But, man, <laughs> it was an amazing experience, man. I, I careered it, man. It was it was just awesome. But uh, yeah, man, he was another good one. Um, we talked a little bit while we were playing, just learning shots and just watching how he plays and how he carries himself and how humble he is and stuff. And that's what I think that really takes people a long way is the humbleness. Most definitely, most definitely. Thanks. So my last question, and I'm passing the mic. Uh, what's a good golf score for you? And it's calculating your golf scores as easy as it sounds. Now, I, I myself, and I'm pretty sure my other uh, host on this line can probably say that we know nothing about golf scores. Maybe we know the basic birdie and uh, a bogey and all that good stuff. So, could you elaborate on what's a good golf score for you? Yeah. So right. And it's calculating your golf scores as right easy now, as it sounds. Right now, I'm pretty much a scratch golfer, one one handicap type guy. Um, I've been working on a couple swing changes, little moves and tweaks and whatnot right now. So I'm, you know, it's everything's a maritime. It's just a journey. So um, I've been working on a, lot, a couple of things this summer, trying to get to the winning stage. Not trusting the process right now, but like a normal day for me is about 72, 71. Mm-hmm. Good day I get in the 60 rounds, like 69, 68. Now my lowest round this summer so far has been 65. Okay. Yeah, All right. Well, I appreciate you being here, I man. Appreciate I appreciate you asking questions, and I'm going to pass it to Mike. All right. Mike. Hey, what's going on, Xavier? What's going on, Mike? How you doing? Doing pretty good. Um, Thank you for coming to the lounge once again, appreciate like everybody it. said, man. Yeah. Um, I guess my first question is, uh, you know, unlike other sports, um, golf is not a contact sport. So how has COVID affected um? affected you if any uh let's see covid is not as bad so like with golf courses it's not as bad because we social distance a lot we're not really close so like when it first came about we um all used to have to separate one to a cart only one person be part per cart or whatever mm-hmm. which it kind of it didn't hurt golf courses, but then again, it did because golf courses don't have so many carts. So, like, but far as me, like, it didn't really hurt as much because I do a lot of walking myself with my bag just to stay in shape because that's right. what we do in college and whatnot. But um, it's a little different. It was a lot of rule changing, keeping the flags in the hole and whatnot. I'm used to taking the flag out when I'm putting and whatnot. So it was a big change. And just, like, the social distancing, like, walking in the golf shops, with the mask and stuff. Took me a while to get used to putting on mask every two seconds. Well now I can't help it. I got it in my pocket or something. So right. but um yeah it was a big change. But I mean 
I just pray everything gets better, man. Yeah, yeah, we all do. Um, as far as uh, I went to Elizabeth City State, uh, I didn't know, you know, uh, I didn't even know Livingstone had a golf team. So, how does uh, I guess golf tournaments go between CID, other CIAA schools? Do y'all meet at a certain golf course, or how, how does that work? Um, we travel. Well, we got like so we got a Northern Division and the Southern Division, and then we got the main CIAA tournament. Oh, okay. Like, so, like, we go to, like, each school, like, they might, like, this year we had Virginia Union. They hosted the um, Northern Division. And then the Southern Division, I think Federal State hosted that one. And then the main CIAA, it was, like, somewhere in Virginia, somewhere near North Carolina. Well, somewhere in North Carolina, so I forgot where it was. But anyway, so, yeah, we just traveled and whatnot. And just like just play against each other, it'd be like five or six teams. And and in the main tournament with the CIAA, do only the top golfers from the team go, or do I or do everybody well, go? So like each team, they take five of their best golfers. But Coach Springs, he takes um, six of us, maybe seven. It just depends. Cause like the team we got now, I'm not gonna lie, we're pretty good. We're pretty stacked. We play about the same, and um, we got so much talent to where coaches. Whatever coach sees at practice, even if you don't like when we qualify or whatnot. Mm-hmm. But if he feel like like you need to play in some tournaments, even though you ain't not qualifying or whatnot, he'll let you get some reps in or whatnot and he'll take a couple of us and raise money. Just let them play individual. But far as team wise, we only can um count four scores out of the five players. Oh, wow. players. So uh and most of the tournaments are two day tournaments. So uh yeah, man. Yeah, I never knew that y'all don't get too much love with the CIAA. Oh yeah, man. Hold, hold on now, hold on now. Don't get, don't get, don't get. <laughs> No, I ain't talking about Livingstone as a whole. I'm talking about the, the, the sport of golf. golf. Doesn't get <laughs> a lot of shine. Listen, listen. Xavier, Xavier, what what you don't know, the thing know that Livingstone don't get no love at all. So I, I, you know, the fact that, that we got you on the line, you know, it's it's a blessing. Go ahead, Mike. <laughs> See, you ready to you ready to cut up? You yeah, already know. No reason. No reason. <laughs> but my last question is if you if you could approve anything about your uh, your game, uh, what would it be? Right now I'm really trying to mentally get tougher. And that's what I'm doing right now. I'm trying to really like stop letting what other what other people are doing. I tend to like wanna put pressure on myself to do better. Instead of just gradually, because golf is one of the sports, the more you put pressure on yourself, the worse it gets. But if you just gradually just go with the pace and whatnot, it'll gradually come what you want or whatnot. So basically just mentally trying to stay more calmer and whatever happens, happens, and keep it pushing. So that's my main focus is mental. That's what's up. That's what's up. Um, we definitely appreciate you coming on the, uh, the podcast. Is yes, sir. Appreciate y'all too, man. It's a great pleasure to have yeah. you. Um, when I find me some uh, golf clubs at the garage sale, you have to take me to the driving range, man. Hit me you know up. Call me. <laughs> hey, let me know, man. Ain't you a lefty? You a lefty, right? I'm a righty. Oh, you a righty? Oh, man. I can't work with you then. I need somebody left handed. <laughs> hey, hey, I know how to left hand swing works too now. All right, that's what's up. That's what's up. Like I said again, man, we appreciate you coming on the last, man. Keep striving, yep. keep getting better, brother. Guys, man. Have a Take good care, brother. Take care.
Let's jump into this high school segment, Mike. Uh, you know, was it a couple of weeks ago, Mikey Williams announced yeah. that he was uh, transferring to Lake Norman Christian, you know, coming out from California. So, Vance, I know a star at Vance named Trey Green, he's also transferring to uh, Lake Norman Christian. And Vance also had another player transfer to, uh, what's his name, Jalen Curry, he transferred to Combine Academy. Uh, let me ask you this. What, what do you feel that's going on? At, do you feel like there's something going on at Vance for these stars to uh, transfer like that? Or do you feel like they just want to go play with other players? Um, oh, well, uh, like Norman Christian, that makes sense because you're going to be playing in a national spotlight every night probably. Um, Combine Academy, I haven't heard too much about them. I'm pretty sure it's, it's up and coming, but you know, a lot of times guys don't stay at public schools because they feel like they don't, they won't get the um, D1 looks they're looking for. So it makes sense, right. but you know. Have you ever wondered that? Why is that that it's so hard for uh, in basketball when kids go to uh, public school? It's harder for them to get looked at unless they're just tremendously good versus going to a private school and they stand out like that and it's like all the scouts oh. are in the building. Probably the same way they look at the classification, you know, 1A2, where they figure there's no competition. You're not playing strong enough competition at your level. I guess they figure all the, you know, more key players are in uh, private schools or whatever you want to call them, prep schools. So maybe that's it. I, I don't know. But, I mean, I, I'm seeing some private schools right. that ain't look too, <laughs> too good, you know what I'm saying? So I, I don't understand it. I really We've seen it done before, but you know, it's just twice as hard, you know, and get those same looks that you would at a word of God. Uh, Lake Norman Christian now with Mikey Williams coming. I'm pretty sure that half the people ain't never heard of them. I'm pretty sure they're on the map now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. Most definitely. You know, but, you know, shout out to them boys. Definitely gonna try to get to check out a game. You know what I'm saying? Not a big yeah. I ain't hear much about Vance's basketball team last year, though. I, I know the state, but I ain't never heard. Of you know, and these guys were young. They were number sophomores. You know, that's crazy. Yeah, I know exactly, exactly, exactly. So it's gonna be a long couple of years right. <laughs> if, if they if they good as they supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? Let's jump into the uh, NCAA. You know, we got Texas and Oklahoma. They uh they both lost to unranked teams last week, and then they turn around and play each other this week in a Red River rivalry. Ain't nobody gonna uh, watch that. Yeah, right. And they're supposed to be a big rivalry. Then we got Georgia. They just steamrolled over Alabama. I was kind of shocked about that one because I was, I thought Bo Nix was going. You know, have his breakout game against Georgia. And they, Georgia just came. Georgia on what they third, fourth defense. string quarterback. Yeah, but that defense real. <laughs> That's the only thing that saved us. I think the game saw like eight o'clock. It was over by eight thirty. Yeah, yeah. I think this, this uh, last Saturday, that shit. Was, the the games were trash. I think everybody yeah. got blowed out. Like there was not one good game on. Uh, Tulsa upset. Uh, Tulsa was pretty good. Tulsa was tough. They should have beat Oklahoma State the first week one, too. Yeah. 
Yeah, last week was just a rough week yeah, for college football for me anyway. Like I can I was just flipping through the channels like dang. <laughs> like dang. Uh let's jump into these week six matchups. We got uh Texas AM versus uh Florida Gators. We got Virginia Tech versus UNC. We got Clemson versus Miami. We got Coastal Carolina versus Louisiana. And we also got Tennessee versus Georgia. You know, just a couple games we're gonna look at, you know what I'm saying? But uh out of any any particular games that you're looking forward to um, this weekend? Like Clemson and Miami, you know, we're gonna see if they they real, you know. Uh yeah, yeah. It's Virginia Tech, UNC, just due to the local kids we know on 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 different teams, and uh, right. you know, Florida, we gotta take that next step as well if we want to be considered a national, you know, a, a national power again. You know, we gotta be. I, I think y'all will get for. I mean, I think y'all will get Texas and I'm. I'm not. No, I think we're gonna beat them, but you know, you gotta beat. What's the, what's the saying? You gotta beat. You supposed to beat. So. Yeah. Right, that's true. That's true. Right. And this is the SEC. And you know, not looking ahead for not looking forward ahead, but you know, we do if Georgia stays unbeaten, we still unbeaten, that would be a key game to the playoffs. So, you know, we gotta keep up with them. Yeah. Yeah. We gotta go to one of those games one year, Mike. We gotta go to the Georgia oh, yeah. Florida, South Carolina Florida. But hey, they be taxing for that Georgia. Yeah. That yeah, Georgia Florida, I already that. know, bro. I already know. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's a big problem. Jackson, there, so it may be taxing. Right. Well, let me see. I'm I'm looking forward to the uh, the Tennessee Georgia game just to see what Tennessee got. You know, um, I think they still got the current longest winning streak in the SEC right now with nine wins. If I'm not mistaken, uh, I'm, I'm also looking forward to uh, the Clemson and Miami just because Miami going down there to Death Valley, and I don't think they ain't never played it. Uh, and Clemson, even though the crowd ain't gonna be there, I just think it's gonna be it's still gonna be a different atmosphere for them. Well, let's see what Trevor Lawrence can do. Everybody hyping him up. Yeah, that's true. But I, I think I don't think this is a Trevor Lawrence year. I think this is more of a we're gonna ride Travis Etienne's yeah. cocktail. You know what I'm saying? The running back. That boy yeah, be running yeah. that thing. I ain't even gonna lie, boy. <laughs> he be toting that field. But I, I don't know how he's gonna pan out in the NFL because I don't think he has the frame of a NFL running back because he kind of he kind of tall, I think. Anyway, I don't really know his actual height, but he on TV he looks pretty yeah. tall to be playing running. Didn't back. they have another uh, running back from Clemson that went to to the Giants? Yeah, they did. Not that kid name, but he reminded me of Wayne. Wayne yeah, Wayne he reminded me. He reminded me or something like that. I remember. Hopefully, he doesn't. You know, yeah, pan out alone. You know, if he in the lead no more. Yeah, your boy's not on here, but um, y'all did make a QB change, man. So, oh yeah, yeah, we did, we did, we um, we, you know, put Jordan Travis in, which I've been saying we should do just because he provides that that extra umph in the uh the offense. He get them going because we're about yeah, to lose bro. to Jacksonville State last week, bro. Twenty one and zero, man. Come on, man. And you have to put this man in. Everybody's saying I'm paying him four hundred thousand. Y'all finna lose. About to take an L for four. <laughs> That's crazy, man. We got to get it together. Then Kobe trying to take my boy by the Oh, he, oh, he got man. Damn. Yeah, man. He testified, bro. Yeah. At first, they say he was uh, asymptomatic, but then the day they reported that he is in the hospital, 
you know, yeah, probably about ninety something. Fight it off the same. It's gonna be hard. Dang. Yeah, it's gonna be hard on him. Yeah, but prayers to you know Bobby Bowden and his family. Uh, let's jump into the NFL. You know, COVID. You know, a big COVID outbreak has happened in the NFL with the Titans and the Steelers game being postponed. Then yeah, Gilmore Carter, you know, and then I think two more Titan players. Yeah. Trying to find out they had a problem workout or something. You know. They should make the fourth for their next game. And, you know, keep moving, moving. Yeah. Right, right. Uh, I just think uh, <laughs> the NFL about to get shut down. Nah, they ain't going to do that. <laughs> nah. I, really, I think the Titans should have been made to play. But, you know, they gave them extended rosters, extended practice players. If none of those guys tested positive. That's true. And now come to find out they did something. They broke the rules that caused the spread. You should be made to go out there and play with what you have available. You shouldn't keep postponing it just because, you know, him we might have it or, you know, next guy got to step up. Same way with an injury. You know, you can't postpone the game to, you know, Panthers can't postpone their games to um, McCaffrey come back. So, next man up. Right. Yeah, most definitely. You're right. You're definitely right about that. Uh, but Cam not playing in that Chiefs and um, the Chiefs and Patriots game. What was what your th- what you think about it? Like, was you did you feel like if Cam would have played, uh, the Patriots would have beat the Chiefs? Would have been. Like, what, what's your thoughts? I think they would have a better chance. I don't know if they would have beat them, but you take away that pick six and um, those corners dropped a lot of interceptions that Mahomes was th- Mahomes threw. Mahomes just was throwing the ball up in coverage some of those times. And those corners happened to drop it. But, you know, Bill had a great game plan, you know, yeah. on the He did. And it, they uh, the oh, rest yeah. also cheated for Mahomes on that one pick. Where My bro was down. down but, there was a pick, but, but, yeah, I think they would have had him. Yeah. New England was still tough, man. That, you know, say what you want to say, you know, Bill always has a good game plan on defense. Yeah, he does. And I think I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, I think it was a good idea that Cam didn't play because oh, yeah. they could possibly meet in the playoffs. So you know, no film on them. Then two, I just feel like if Cam would have played, uh, the Patriots were one just because uh, that simple mistake that Brian Hoyer made when they was down there before the half. He took a sack right. instead of throwing the ball away. You know what Killed I'm saying? Him. Instead of time for six six to go in the half, he took a sack. And you're a veteran, bro. Like you're a veteran. Yeah, that killed everything right there. Like. It just get the whole energy of the team. Like, even though he came out second half and moved the ball downfield, still, you know what I'm saying? But it ain't this is about to yeah. element that <laughs> took so many hits that he he's flinching now. He had a lot of he had a lot of drop passes and um, yeah, yeah. I about to say yeah, he dropped a lot of passes, brother. Yeah, it is most definitely. So let me ask you, what you think man. about your Jazz last week, man? Defense, man, disappointed. Um, made Joe Joe Mixon look like a dad's um, all pro running back. Nah, hey, we made him look good. Though, Mike. <laughs> he went the he went from not being in the top ten to ranked number five in rushing now in the league. And he put up like one fifty. I don't understand, man. How we stop him? But we gonna stop Joe Damn. Mixon. But uh, like I said, we we through right, right. Sometime. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. Defense got a long way to go. Offense looked good. James Robinson still doing his thing. Um, 
Eric Bellinelli to the Jags next year, man. <laughs> I'm calling it now. We need him. Oh man. Oh man. Uh, so, what's, what's your thoughts on your matchup against the Titans next week? I mean, not the Titans, but the Jags. for last place at this point. Um... What, what's the division looking like right nah, now? Nah. Colts number one. Titans three and no. Colts three and one. We won at three. And Texans 0 4. So if we lose it in, we in last place. But I think the Texans going you know, show up without, you know, they're going to be kind of motivated without Bill LeBron. You know, I feel like he was a counselor on that team. Well, he was becoming a counselor on the team. You know, it was reported to him and JJ Watt got into it in practice. So I think he did I become a counselor on, you know, on the team. So I think, I think we will see a rejuvenated Texan. So I don't know what we're going to do. Yeah, I, I I don't understand. Like, how are you a coach and you get into it with your your key players? Like, you didn't want DeAndre Hopkins there, and you don't. And you he thought he was. Uh, like, he think he he thought he would be a Bill check, but we quick. We don't respect you like right. We quick. He ain't got no hardware, bro. <laughs> he's not Bill LeBron. I mean, he's not Bill uh, check. So. It's well overdue, man, because you can't you can't waste years while watching good years. Right, you right. can't you can't. And you, can't you got no first or second round Definitely. draft picks next year, like. Yeah, <laughs> if I was a coach, I wouldn't want to go there. You, you, you got nothing to rebuild with, and you ain't got no money. No cap space. That's crazy. That's crazy. So, so well, let me ask you this: You think they're gonna hire a coach or a GM? They gonna have to hire a GM first, because. You know, GM, GM, and coach got to get along. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Um, let me see. Let me think about my Ravens, man. Uh, <laughs> I, I've not been impressed, to be honest, with, with my Ravens. Even though they, I mean, they win the games they should win, but defense, run stopping, it's it's all right. It's not where they're where it needs to be, and I think. Kansas City just exposed us last week. I mean, not last week, but the week before last. Um, with those screens, we cannot stop the damn screens, man. I don't understand what it is. We can't stop screens. And Washington was running screens on us, and they was getting big chunk yards. I don't know why they stopped doing what they was doing because they was running the ball on us too, and it was getting big chunk yards. Well, they were twenty four for them. I don't know his name, but that boy was eating on us, bro. <laughs> but. Lamar did acknowledge that yeah, so. he's not happy enough. He's not happy either, especially with his passes. He says so. I think y'all do realize y'all got a long way to go. Oh uh, yeah, I think. Yeah, I, I I just don't understand. Like we led the league in rushing last year, we broke the rushing record. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, that, that's what we good at. We don't play that pass, you know, football. We play. We gonna run it down your throat, chew up the clock. And then our defense going, you know what I'm saying, do what they I do. I can't leave, man. I don't know, man. I just feel like – I just, yeah, it is. And I feel like with us getting Lamar, man, we be trying to do too much now. I mean, I appreciate Lamar, but we getting away from the Raven way, man. Got We don't got no kind of pass rush on the damn defensive side of the ball. Boy, I know. Like, that's what we was kind of known for, our pass rush. Like, it's, it's tough, man. Like, we winning, but. We we ain't a complete team to win no Super Bowl. I'm just gonna go ahead and. Hey, well, at least y'all, right at least y'all acknowledging y'all's 
you know what I'm saying? Everybody know what they got to do. Us, yeah. on the other hand, we we, we still blaming on execution. and You know, it's week four, man. If you ain't executing by now, well, you don't know where you're supposed to be. Because we had a rookie, Clay Brooks. I don't get started, man. <laughs> oh, man. So, you know, our boy Hatcher ain't here, so oh, yeah. we still going to get him thoughts about these Panthers on, you know. Well, I picked them boys last week to win. Think about if, y'all, if y'all didn't see it, but yeah. uh, your boy yeah, yeah, um, yeah, Davis, yeah. the running back. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully they split those yeah, carries up. Caffrey um, <laughs> come back. But I thought like the ball, I thought like the team is really right. operating a lot better because the focus is not all McCaffrey, McCaffrey, McCaffrey. So the ball is getting, you know, put in mm-hmm. other playmakers' hands, and they get more opportunities. Yeah. And boy, Teddy too good looking like Minnesota Teddy. Right. The way he was out there running. <laughs> yeah. You see, you it was slow, but he got there. Though. And then, oh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's why I said, slow. I said, Teddy, that got slow. <laughs> I don't remember he got the job in Louisville, man. Like I said, I wasn't sold on Arizona anyway. Yeah, he did. They, they defense. I ain't, heard, I ain't heard from you, but Isaiah Simmons. Yeah, and, right. Um, I haven't either. Haven't Jackson. Jackson. From the little rating thing, they said he's been playing tremendous as a corner up there with Ramsey and uh, Stephon Gilmore. So you know it's real big for, um, yeah, whatever whatever little okay. formula they be doing. Right. He said they said he's he's ranked up there with them, so that's real big for the Panthers. Yeah. Right. Boy, say trying to get that payday, Mike. No. You, you think the Panthers gonna pay him? You know the Panthers. I don't think they will. Either. I think they're gonna let him go too, bro. I mean, but this is under a new yeah, regime. Right? Shout out to the, that facility. Um, the Panthers will be in South Carolina <laughs> in the next 10 years. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, I heard the owner say uh, he trying to build some um, shit to where, like, it's a it's a, a strip mall yeah, that's going, going to the stadium. You know what I'm saying? So if he gets the that's land up there in South Carolina to do it, it's going to happen. We just had a press conference this week as well. Uh, they say it's one in Kansas City where right beside the stadium is a shopping mall, apartments, um, outlets, uh, bars, restaurants, like right there walking distance to the stadium. So it makes sense yeah. to have an inter- entertainment center, you know what I'm saying? Right there. So that will, that will be real big for the Panthers. Anybody uh, ball out for y'all last Chark, week? Uh, receiver, Chanel, and uh, of course Robinson. You know, he got nominated again. I thought I thought McQueen, I thought Queen was gonna be on there. He had like twelve targets. Yeah. I'm surprised he wasn't uh, nominated for Rookie of the Week. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Patrick Green, yeah, he did. I think he had like eight yeah, in the was. first half. It's like, dang. I, I'll be glad when he. Uh, I get be glad when the game the game slows yeah, down yeah. for him in the second year. He 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 gonna be a beast. He gonna be a beast. I'm kind of glad we got him instead of uh, Kenneth Murray. Oh, I ain't heard nothing about your boy either. Oh, no, yeah. Kenneth he had a couple times when they played the Panthers, I've seen. Yeah. And uh, what's the um, – who the Panthers play next? The Falcons. You oh, know, yeah. the one that beat them all the time. Well, they're going to get a desperate <laughs> uh, Falcons team. I don't know where the game at, but they're going to get a desperate Falcons team wherever they play. So if your boy don't win this, I think he's gonna be fired. 
Yeah, he gone. Dink he loses game. He gone. Yeah, I think so too, man. Ain't, ain't no way. Ain't no way you could be a sorry. But in his defense, his defense has not been held against the Super Bowl. That's on him and the GM, though. Right. You got you got Dante Fowler. Um, I can't even name none of their defensive players. To be honest with you. Mike, they, they they got they got Grady Jarrett too, but uh, they they hold they hold uh, they hold secondary is hurt. They down to almost like the practice squad. They have, oh, yeah. they had to bring people off. Of then they shouldn't have drafted old boy. They they secondary is hurt, like especially in the first round. Clemson, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he hurt too. <laughs> yeah, they they gambled too high on that one, but hopefully he'll turn it around and have a solid career. But I think they reached and uh, Manny Ice don't get no pass. They never reach for him. Nah. He been trashing. She been trashing. Ain't, getting she, a pass, bro. ain't no man. Can't ain't no way you got who you got. Cooper before he left, and y'all AJ. I mean not not AJ Freeman. It's, um, and Freeman. Yeah, ain't no way y'all shouldn't have been. You know what I'm saying? Contending. He's making playoffs in the last couple of years. And they really didn't do. They really didn't lose that because Hayden yeah. Hurst. He just uh. And they let Tevin and they let Tevin Coleman go too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, ain't, ain't really been. Nah, I think he's day the numbers. So hopefully he, yeah. hopefully he saved too, up. Man. Uh, is there any uh, particular matchup you're looking forward to? Man, I ain't looking no week five matchups, but oh. Uh, uh, I do know the Chargers are playing the Saints, so I like to see uh, Justin Herbert go. You know, he got hit. That offense is rolling. I don't see no way you go back to Tyrod Taylor. So I look forward to him versus the same yeah, defense yeah. and Drew Brees, you know, that battle. Yeah, because uh, he, he's been putting up numbers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's been putting up numbers. He's been yeah, but he a risk taker, though. Um, I, I, Oh. He is, he is. He ended up with Phillip Rivers. But uh, <laughs> I did see they said they might oh, relocate yeah, yeah. the game or postpone it because of a hurricane. Uh, so, like you said, that, that is going to be a good one to watch. Um, also, uh, let's see what else I've seen on there that I could want to watch. Oh, Tennessee and the Bills. Oh, yeah. Well, if they get to play. Because the they both undefeated. Yeah, right. Um well, man, I guess we can get into these uh, week five predictions, man. You know, right now I'm currently leading the way at 44 and 18. And then you coming in at second at 40 oh, and I done jumped him. Then we got Johnny coming in third. That's how I done jumped him? 23. What's up? Yeah, you did, bro. You jumped him, man. You jumped him. <laughs> um, let me see. Let me see who we got on the on – the, on the, Week five chart. Um, we got the Bengals and the Ravens. Who are you taking? Yeah, I'm rolling my Ravens too. Uh, I just don't think. Uh, I don't know what nah, I think you're gonna do. He ain't coming to the ball too much. Well, he did last week to a bad defense, so I hope he ain't got no big head. <laughs> yeah, most definitely. Um, then we got the Panthers and the Falcons. Who are you taking? What's that? No, what's that? I think they're playing in Atlanta. I'm going to tell you, they, 
they seem to be rolling. Uh, like you said, this is a desperate Falcons team. I, I want to roll with the Falcons just because they are Carolina's kryptonite. But like you said, I think Teddy got uh, Carolina rolling. <laughs> I hate to say it, man. I'm glad Johnny ain't on this shit. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think they will get it done down there in Atlanta because uh, Robbie Anderson yeah, and um, DJ Moore, them boys been balling. Them boys been balling. Uh, we got the Texas versus the Texas. Who you taking? Yeah, yeah. Mike. Listen, uh, no man, the boys. Um, no boy, boy, I think I think y'all defense. You ain't watch, I think y'all defense will step up, like man, because they offensive line ain't too good, man. I watch all four quarters. Huh? <laughs> y'all defense line that trash, man. Nope. Yeah, defensive line that trash that can't get no pressure. Cause the Bengals wasn't either. We get out of that. They was running like 31. I'm telling you, bro. Dang, Watson. Are you it is tough. It is tough. What's your point? Um, what's the dude? They say he got the top five for his um, quarterback hits, but he's just not getting a sack. And plus, you know, if he's the you know, only person you really can own, then, you know, you can get that double team. Well, I guess I'm going to roll with the yeah, Texans then. <laughs> you don't break it down like that. I guess I'm going to roll with the Texans then. Yeah. Uh, I, ain't got, I skipped over the Thursday night game. I'm sorry. Uh, Thursday man, night I took them birds last week, man. I don't know why I put my faith in foes, man. <laughs> I'm going to take them. Man, I'm going to take them for the defense, but they let me down last week so bad. I'm going to go Brady, man. Right. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Bucks too, man. Nah. Uh, the Bears' defense ain't really been nothing like that, though. From what I've been seeing, like, but yeah, but they don't lost a lot of pieces too. Like, they don't let a lot of people go just because they paid Camille, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Sunday oh. night game, we got the Vikings and the Seahawks. Who you taking in that one? I don't know which Minnesota team gonna show up. You said Seahawks. Uh, I'm gonna, just, I'm gonna take the Seahawks, man. Yeah, I'm gonna Seahawks. I like I like Metcalf. Yeah, yeah, Metcalf. He he has made a, a turnaround because uh, remember last year they said he couldn't catch and couldn't run yeah, routes good. And that boy been balling during the drive. I, I wanted. Um, I prefer AJ Brown over him, but but um, Metcalf has turned out turned to be a stud. AJ Brown, yeah. Um, Seattle. Brown. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That take a lot, a lot of pressure off of uh, Tyler Lockett too. Uh, the Monday night game, we got the Chargers and the Saints. Who are you taking in that one? Oh man, I'm gonna go Chargers. Chargers. Her- Herbert, um, Stur- man, I- I'm gonna say I'm a, I'm gonna take the Chargers too, man. Uh, I just let the, I ain't been convinced on the Saints, man. You know, uh, and just listen to the, uh, those boys at uh, Bottom Line Sports. Shout out to them. Bottom Line Sports Talk. Shout out to them. You know, uh, they uh, they the defense ain't been really looking too good for the Saints. Yeah. And Drew Brees, he just like he ain't got it. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like he's he, he, like, he struggling. The window closed. You know 
So, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna take the Chargers, man. I think I'm gonna take the Chargers. Uh, I'm some games that I think we should look out for are uh, the Bills uh, and the Titans. Who are you taking the Bills? Yeah, I'm gonna roll with the Bills too. And then I also had the uh, the Colts and the Browns because they both coming in at three and one. Who are you taking in that one? That's gonna be a good game because Colts is one of the top five run defenses for stopping a run and shoving them boys running the ball like it ain't nothing. Yeah, but you know the Browns do. They got some injuries back there in the backfield too. Them boys hurting. Man, Chubb and um, I think uh, Hunt got a knee sprain. I forgot. What I'm gonna go with. Got. Yeah, I need them to lose. I mean, I need them to beat close to the division. Yes. Yeah, division for for division reasons, right? <laughs> Just like that's the reason I'm about to take the coach, man. I just <laughs> y'all, y'all top three tough. I need the Browns to lose, man. I need. To... Yeah, it is, and they got the bum ass Steelers sitting there at number one undefeated. And, they ain't uh, played nobody though, but we ain't gonna get go. that, man. NFC East. I seen a stat today. They are three twelve and one. Trash. <laughs> that is text bad. Trash. And look, and uh, the Giants well, played the Cowboys this week. I'm going with the Giants. This ain't week. no way. <laughs> but a lot of people been saying, uh, a lot of people saying that the Giants might like, go cover that spread. Though. It's going to be a lot closer than people think. If I remember, right, I think like spread? six points, six point five, six and a half. Yeah, I hope the Giants pull it out too. Yeah, there's something going on internally. They trash. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I do not what it is. I don't know what it is. But um, man, that is a wrap for us, man. We appreciate y'all coming um, out, man. Like, any closing remarks from you, Mike? Nah, like Johnny uh, was here. I know we say love your family. You know, uh, tell them you love them. You know, you never know when your last day gonna be. Um, thank you for all your support. Continue to support Lounge One Six Seven. And um, we got a lot more good things ahead, man. Stay tuned. Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. Like, man, like Mike said, man, just cherish the moment, man. Embrace the moment of life, man, because it, it, we don't, I don't think people value it enough, man, but we got people here today going tomorrow, man. So definitely cherish life, man. Um, I want to say shout out to uh, Porch Times and Miss Kenny, man. If y'all ever need some healing or some motivational stuff to listen to, go check it out on um, any platform, man. Really dope podcaster. Um, you can follow her on Instagram at Porch Time, Porch Time with Miss Kenny, and you also can follow her on Facebook with Porch. Excuse me, <clears throat> which at Porch Time Miss Kenny. Um, very dope woman. Got the pleasure to talk to her over the week. Um, you know, she's kind of helped us out, you know, along this podcasting journey, and she's just been doing it as long as we is. But you know, what I'm saying she she kind of been guiding us in some other directions, you know, as far as this podcast. I want to say big shout out to her, man. Um, right. Like I said, thanks for y'all support. 